we've done so much talking and interviewing for your life. Yeah, now you're yeah, under yeah, the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, hello, this is Judd. I'm here with my good friend Cam. Welcome. Thanks, Judley. Thanks. How for are me. you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. just settling into the chair and <laughs> appreciating this yep. new experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said you were nervous, but yeah, no need to be nervous. Yeah. Um, Cam's probably yeah pretty unique person. I would say. <laughs> what do you think? Um, yeah, I guess you <laughs> unique fits. Um, hmm. uh, You're an individual. Yeah. Well, we're all individuals. We are. We are. <laughs> Some more than <Yeah>. others. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we're we're basically just going to kind of go through chronologically your life, um, mm. and we'll just start at the start. So, mm. where were you born? Mm. So, I was born at uh, number eighty-seven Beckwith Street, Wagga Wagga. Born at home. No, not at home. That's just my home address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was born at the Calvary Hospital in yeah. Wagga Wagga. Wagga, New South, New South Wales. Wales. Mm. Yeah, I'm the youngest of four. Yeah, okay. And we're, uh, we're all about two years apart. Yeah, okay. Mm. Four, so who's the closest? So, there's age? myself, I'm th- how am I? How old am I? I'm <laughs> turning 32 this year. Yeah. So Tim's 34, my brother, and then my sister Ro, Rowena, mm-hmm. who's 36. Oh, jeez. No, she's just outside of 36. She yep. must be 35. And then my eldest brother's Alex, 37. Yeah, okay. Oh, mm. that's all pretty close, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. very mm. close. A lot of mm. people I've talked to have had, yeah, quite big gaps yeah. between their siblings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you grew up in Wagga? Grew up in Wagga. Yeah. Um, both my parents are from Sydney. Mm, okay. Um, well, mum, Sydney, the Blue Mountains. My dad, Penrith, New South Wales. Yeah. And then both moved to Wagga. Um, mm. Did they meet before they did that? They met in Wagga. Yeah. Um, okay. My mum moved to Wagga for her. My mum's a... A country doctor, GP. Yeah. And they met, Dad was running some poetry classes. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Um, my dad was actually married before mum. Um, mm. He was a young, raging hippie. Um, <laughs> and he's... he's oh, that's wife, where you get it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all going to make sense. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Dad's Your mum was a country doctor yep. and she went to the poetry She went nights. to the poetry nights, mm, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Um, Is she a bit of a hippie too? No. No? No, very opposite. Oh, very interesting. Opposite. Yeah. Um, She's a, actually a, a, a good Catholic girl. Right. The eldest of seven. Yeah. Seven kids. And a doctor. Yeah. And she recently got an OA. Yeah, Order of Australia. Australia. Yeah. What was that for? <clears throat> that was for her work with Indigenous refugee asylum seeker populations. Um, in uh, Wagga. In Wagga Wagga, yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's done a lot for the community there and is a fierce advocate for human rights and, and health. Yeah, so she's yeah. helped, like, 
works with refugee groups that are settling yeah. in Wagga? Uh, have, set, have settled are and are settling, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sort of got a bit of a name in the community for that mm. kind of work. And is she still a practising doctor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she is. Cool. She must be. She's close. She, I think she's a 68. Mid-60s. 68, oh, yeah. Late yeah, 60s. Yeah, you're late 60s. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. What are the main... I know there's Sudanese and yeah. Yazidi. Yazidi, Sudanese. Are they the biggest um, ones in Wagga? In Wagga, um, Sudanese, Yazidi... So there's the Dinka Sudanese, and there's the um, there's Iranian, uh, mm. there's uh, um, Afghan, yep. Afghani, quite a um, largeish. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's varying various African continent mm. culture. There's much more. I'm a and, little bit um, more out of touch now. What did your dad do aside from the the poetry? What was his Job. So, dad. Um, when you were a kid. Yeah. So, dad is a lecturer, was a lecturer in um, English literature, mm. children's lit. <clears throat> okay. Loves sort of all things poetry, Shakespeare, yeah. um, language. He's a bit of a linguist. Um, <laughs> and he only really had a couple of jobs in his young life. And one was at like a David Jones. Or not a, a, a David Jones like a independent retail. retail, yeah, and then got a backdoor entry job into university and mm. was there for like a stupid amount of years, like right. forty plus years, and lecturing. That's lecturing. really cool. Yeah, yeah, and writing his own stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So recently, he was ousted from the university because <laughs> they shifted business models. Okay, yeah. So um, more and more in the last sort of. Five or so years he's been writing a lot. Yeah, okay. He's published two of his books of poetry. Mm. And he's one of your brothers, an author as well? No. No. Don't think so. No, no. I don't know where I got that from. Or he had a poetry night or something. He had a poetry night. Yeah. 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 I was busy washing my hair Mm. (laughs) that night. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he had four siblings, Wagga, fairly... What? How many people would have that? I think there's about sixty thousand. Yeah. Now. Grow, yeah, it's grow. It's like actually closer to sixty-five now. Oh. Mm. <laughs> wogga wogga. <laughs> um, so yeah, a big country town. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like Wagga is like the hub in inverted commas for mm. all the um, surrounding small towns. Yeah, that's. What area is that? Riverina or something? Yeah, um, it is the yeah Riverina in a sort of southwest south. Is that right? Central New South Wales. Yeah, something like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That must be right. Yeah, my geography. Oh, dude, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come from there. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's. Um, uh, in, if anyone so it wasn't. Come. Yeah. So what was um, like primary school? How many kids were at the primary school? And so. I went to Henschke Primary and it was, mm. there were about seven, 700 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved primary school. We had an mm. awesome principal. Were your siblings there at the same one? Same school, mm, yep. Okay. Yep. So, they were all there th- spread throughout <laughs> the different years. Yeah. And, That's um, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. And you're the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> 
Cool. Um, we we had this rad principal who would take us out, Mr. Jones. He'd take us out and we'd get to throw boomerangs and <laughs> or if it was a hot day, yeah. he'd stop class in the afternoon. We could run through the sprinklers. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what were you interested in in primary school? Did you enjoy it? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, mm. I think I used to... Astro travel quite a bit. I, I had my own imagination. Um, <laughs> Astro travel, yeah, just like of, daydream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never heard that. <laughs> just kind of galaxy hop. Yeah, very, a bit of a very daydreamer. Bubbles. I was always into like art. Yeah, um, I loved spelling and maths. Used to give me severe dread and anxiety i just yeah isn't that funny? not mathematic i'm not mathematical and i get mm. really self-conscious and overwhelmed about it yeah but you were good at language good at language Your parents good at english. were obviously very good at language yep and, yep mm, that's cool yep um were you naughty uh i was actually i was uh it <laughs> doesn't surprise me <laughs> <laughs> i was um you know uh i'm fascinated by um, it's got a few different names, but um, family positioning and yes. the view in which we all have to, because of our position in our family. Mm. And I think one of my strengths comes from being the youngest yeah. and learning to observe. And that included mm. observing what I could get away with. Yeah, right. <laughs> just quietly watching your brothers and sisters. Yeah, sister, yeah, yeah. Just yep, yep. Interesting. Yeah. And I remember in kindergarten one <laughs> afternoon, yeah. uh, myself and Ned Whelan, a, a young fella who's from Wagga Wagga, mm. who I grew up with, uh, we, what, in the afternoon when we had to put our our newsletters in our bag at about sort of two o'clock, <laughs> I, I, myself and Ned decided to just leave and not come back to the classroom. We, oh. were, we were kind of truanting Shit, in, when you're just like in the playground. Four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and then um, we got caught and we got sort of asked to go to the principal's office and Ned went in first before me and he said, we, we got a super early mark. And then I went in and I was just really honest. I said, Ned lied. We just wanted. <laughs> we just wanted to. You were naughty but leave. honest. I was naughty but honest. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I could see you definitely um, questioning the authority, perhaps mm. throughout yeah. school. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I kind of used to do. Yeah, get in trouble yeah. with arguing with yeah. the teachers and stuff. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could totally see that in you, especially RE. Did you have? Did was it a? Oh, it was a public school? No, no, it was. Catholic. Oh, it was a Catholic yep. school. So yep. I had to do RE. Yeah, Ugh, yeah, gross. And I have an interesting relationship with religion because my dad's <laughs> an atheist and mum, mum is a Catholic. So yeah. we all grew up going to church, and then we'd get home. <laughs> And Dad would say something like, uh, he'd, he'd say something. He wasn't there. No, no, no he'd never come. Uh, he'd come to the major sort of yeah. rituals, but <laughs> not to Sunday Mass. Right. So, we always had this awareness from a young age that- There was it, options. There was options. Yeah. It wasn't just, this is the way you live your mm. life. Mm, I think a lot of people have that. Their whole family is yeah. a religion and it yeah. takes them a long time to realise that, oh, you don't have to- 
be that. Yeah, yeah. But your dad was an atheist. That yeah, that's pretty early, probably. Yeah, in Australia. You know? Yep. Mm. And interestingly, dad was um, actually a, a like a Christian brother when he was younger. Right. And when the death of his first wife occurred, so mm. raging hippies. Uh, she had a rare Lee. She had a rare disease. Yeah, okay. Like an autoimmune or mm-hmm. um, something. Not Crohn's disease, but yeah, oh, something. doesn't matter. Yep. Um, and after she died, dad, dad sort of turned to be quite existential and mm, philosophical. And that was the turning point. That was one of the turning points. Mm. He sounds like a very interesting guy. I've only met him briefly. Yeah, I mean, he, they both sound very interesting. Your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. What kind of were you doing music, sport at primary school? Like, what yep. were you so I did, into? Um, <clears throat> Japanese, <laughs> hockey, grass hockey. Yeah. Um, and then cricket. You soccer. did Japanese in primary school. Yeah, mm. with Mrs. Because you've been there Ritalik. a few times. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. No music. Um, regretfully. We had to have lessons with Mr. Chapman, the piano organ or yeah, keyboard yeah. teacher, but I hated this, it. Yeah, I hated this it. story comes up yeah, so often. <laughs> like a lot of people I've talked to, yeah. yeah. We, we I learned piano, had a mean teacher. Yeah, yeah. Just had to learn scales yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's like you should be jamming with kids. Yeah, you should just yeah. like put them on whatever they want. Yeah, just jam and like make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hockey, yeah. Hockey, loved. All mm. of us played hockey, all right. of us kids. All the All the family, kids. yeah. <laughs> and we're all, um, except for Ro, my sister. Yep. Um, she played netball, but I loved it. I was fast. I was, <laughs> I was coordinated, mm. hand-eye coordination. Yeah. You still got that? You still uh, a bit sporty? A little bit. A yeah. Little, like, you if like I pick something up, I can. Racquetball and stuff, yeah. don't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But the old knee joints aren't doing so well <laughs> these days. Yeah, I mean, you're an old man. <laughs> um, and yeah. what, I guess what was your, yeah, what was your sort of general feeling about the world when you were, you know, mm. maybe later mm. primary mm. school, mm. like grade five and six, mm. things, Look, yep. you know, seem good? Generally, there's a thread when I reflect about <laughs> things mostly were good. Like, despite my anxious attachment style, I have an anxious avoidant attachment style. Wait, wait. Let's say that again. So, it's like uh, in... Anxious avoid Anxious avoidant. Anxious avoidant attachment. So, there's four styles. There's three (laughs) anxious types and one secure type. Yeah. So, there's secure, insecure, anxious, insecure, avoidant, and then... Insecure, ambivalent. Right. I think that's right. Anyway. Is that of children or is that just personality types just broadly? Um, so, it, like a attachment style. It's attachment theory. style. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all of us have mm, one. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Explain what, what yours is. Yeah. What that means. So, essentially, the mantra would be... Um, I'm, I'm not okay. Sorry, I'm okay. You're not okay. Mm. But you see, what I've learnt recently through some of my later years, <laughs> learnings. Is yeah, 
I started as an anxious ambivalent type and I've jumped across to an anxious avoidant type. So essentially the inner mantra is I'm not okay. So not trusting myself immediately, but immediately trusting in someone else. Mm, So if you imagine like a typical younger sibling that's like used to – yeah, my sort of, brother probably knows better than I do. Yeah, yeah. So I just accept that. Yeah, it's just right. a natural kind of conditioning, <laughs> which I'm fascinated. That by. That is fascinating. I, yeah, I could talk about it for yeah a lot of a lot of time. But so there's only one secure type. Yeah, and so the general. Yeah. So have you ever heard of the strange experiment in the 80s? It's uh, I don't think so. Bowlby. Um, so, in the 80s, they did a, a te- series of tests and the mother would l- sort of spend time in a room and then she would leave for a little period. Right. And then they'd watch the children. Leave the children. Yeah. And then when the mother would return, the different attachment styles would dictate the kind of responses that each child had. Mm, okay. So, I'm the, I'm the baby that when the mother returns, the mother would soothe and attempt to calm the baby but because the baby is in that moment left without their needs even mm. as a, a short oh so this is with babies yeah okay. yeah 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 yep. it was very topical at the time yeah wow um they so the 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 baby takes much longer to settle the baby mm. takes a little bit angry it's, at it's the mother and it wants to push the mother crazy away crazy to think that babies even at that early mm. stage have those differences but obviously yeah they do like yeah there's babies yeah. that sleep well and there's babies that take yeah. ages yep. and they yep. don't settle or yeah it's fascinating <laughs> i don't have a yeah. judgment about any different type i think we're all yeah intricately complex but um, it's fascinating learning about so it. little <laughs> little cam little yeah. cam little cam um probably i mean yeah people were you know fairly probably consistent in their core from those early primary school years. In my like, life, you mean? No, no. Well, oh. just everyone, like, you – I think the quote is, show me a boy of seven and I'll show you the man. Like, you know, a lot of your personality traits. And oh, gotcha. Sorry, things. yeah, I was just catching up to what you meant. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I see it. We carry it through life. Early yeah. years. Yep, yep. Um, So, high school, let's let's – Jump Go to, to the high next school. chapter. High school. High school. Was that uh, another Catholic school? Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I went to a Catholic school my mm. my whole life mm-hmm. um, whilst sort of just going along with it. Yeah. A- along Did the way. you have friends from primary school continue with you at the high school? Uh, yeah, most of them. Most of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Which was cool. Um, and so- so you didn't reinvent yourself. Didn't no. didn't know. Just and continued on. Just continued on. Yeah. And the other thing that just continued on was, and this is, I guess, it's a combination. You, you probably have a sense of this coming from <laughs> a small town as well, but yeah, small town. Um, being the youngest, so having older siblings that sort of start to kind yeah, of pave the way. Yeah, you've already got a reputation. Yeah, without. Or, you know, your reputation precedes yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah. Like here's another one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And my siblings, well, Alex, my eldest brother, um, had sort of some good, um, well, I guess he was 
academically was, good? Well, or? academic sport. Yeah. Uh, and he was well liked by the right. teachers. So that that sort of became an extra support for me. Mm. Um, yeah. They well, knew your family. Yeah. Had yeah. decent kids. And yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so along with that came brothers, friends and their friends. So, so it was like mm. I stepped into a, a network of people that could look out for me yeah. in those shitty seven to ten high school years. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> pretty rough. Yeah, they're brutal. <laughs> um, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of always had a lot of support mm. from family and friends. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Did you have girlfriends? Yes. Yes. Several. I mean, we didn't <laughs> even go into primary school girlfriends because I- sh- Yeah, primary school girlfriends. They are sort of not anything really, but- well, my first pash was in year six with Haley Hill. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and I told her I'd buy her a packet of Gillette razors if she <laughs> let me kiss because she was into like shaving her oh, right. already. <laughs> um, that's horrible just that gen- gender stereotype, funny. isn't it? But I'll buy her some razors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. she broke up with me for Matt Mullins and- <laughs> Lloyd, another good friend of ours, yep. said to me, don't worry, Cam, there's plenty of other fish in the sea. And I started crying and said, yeah, but she was my goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, your first one is always yeah, a not, like, nice memory yeah, if yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, but I was 12, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you had, did you have consistent girlfriends sort of through high school? Um, yeah. Um, wow. Flings like yeah yeah short ones yeah yeah yep yep um yeah pretty much from year eight Mm. year seven year eight but yeah yeah like what was the longest one in that oh so not long no like twelve months (laughs) oh that's long that's fucking an eternity yeah when you're in high school yeah twelve months yeah yeah mine were all like. One month, yeah, <laughs> couple well, of months, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just try and shit out. You don't know what the hell's oh, going on. Got no idea. What's happening. <laughs> yeah, twelve months. That's good. Uh, um, I so I've got a couple of choice points of where I could take my reflections right now. Mm. I mean, we don't have to go too much into the relationships. Mm. You mm. were um, in high school having a good time, by the sounds of it. Yeah, awareness of hormones and, you know, um, the excitement of girls. Yeah. Attraction, flirtation, awkward anxiety. (laughs) um, Also going through um, puberty. Yeah. Um, It's a bloody confusing time, isn't it? Such a confusing time, (laughs) yeah. Um, And how were you doing with your school schooling? Um, School, I think I was consistently okay like i <laughs> i think i knew i knew i could do the bare minimum and and yeah. and i kind of just hovered above doing the bare minimum because mm. i knew i could get away with it yeah some subjects like art and english i did much better yeah in. yeah you um, them. but then i just I've, I've i've always had like waves of Laziness like, with <laughs> academic stuff. Yeah. Well, like previously. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um, I mean, you were doing other things. 
Yeah. By the sound of it. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah, it's interesting having the same kind of group of friends come with you. Mm, um, mm, mm. Are they like people you're still friends with now? A lot of them? Yeah. Yeah. So some of them are here in Melbourne. Some have mm. moved away from Wagga and have since returned with their own families. And Yeah. Like houses. some of your good friends now are people you went to primary school and high school with. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That is, yeah. That's pretty yeah. rare, yeah. I, I would say. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, lose touch with their primary school and high school mates mm. or they're just not that compatible with mm. them because it's mm. like we grow you're in- just thrown up, thrown in together. Yeah, and yeah. You meet people at uni who maybe you're more yeah. similar to. Yep, um, yep, yep. So, what did you sort? Where did you think your life was? Were you thinking much about it at that stage? Like, what kind of career mm. you wanted in, to to do? You know, I've <laughs> probably not. Well, I, I kind of yes and no. Mm. Um, so, uh, there's been a few key things that have influenced me to have the career that I have now. Mm. I, I remember from a young age, I think I was in year seven, and I went and spoke to the school counsellor. And I remember I remember thinking, fuck, I, this is something that I think I, I might like. I want to be the counsellor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also feeling his nurture and warmth, mm. um, particularly when I was feeling quite vulnerable and an- mm. anxious. Yeah. And so... That was one sort of. So I guess, he was good at it. He, he was, was a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really warm and caring, mm. and felt safe. Yep. That's the, nice. Yeah. Another factor was. So in our house, growing up, our house was like the house that people, if they were having a shit time or mm. had been kicked out of home, they'd come and live with us. So mm. all throughout. My schooling years, one of us kids had however many friends come and live with us at various points, yeah, plus okay. some of my mum's patients. Really? Yeah, country wow. practice, different kind of rules. Yeah. Can be perhaps seen as unethical in this here. Oh, but I mean, it's ethical. It's more ethical mm. than letting them be on the street or whatever. But yeah, yeah. probably not super professional. That's interesting because, yeah, you had the four kids. Yeah. So, what's one more? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's very interesting. So, you, you sort of were exposed to people who were having a shit time yeah. for whatever reason yeah. um, all throughout your early life. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and, and particularly with some of mum's patients that lived with us at the time, they, some of them had some quite severe issues, mm. met various mental health, eating disorder, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other, the other influence was that I would always go with mum to do her hospital visits and house calls. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would go with mum to the patient's house while she'd give them injections or she'd, yep. et cetera. Um, Often play probably a counselling role, yep, yep. Even, you know, even though she's a doctor. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, a big part trades. of that is yep. just making them comfortable. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, listening. yeah. That's interesting, man. Yeah. And then probably one of the, I guess, m- most profound 
influences has been um so from a young age dad would go and live in japan mm. for a period yep. and he'd take two two siblings and two of us would stay so it would okay. be half and half yeah and i was too young to go with dad at the time yep. so i stayed at home and i if mum got a call to deliver a baby she did obstetrics and i'd mm. have to go with her in the middle <laughs> of the night mm. and you know country practice i'd sort of like sneak through and like peer through the curtains and watch the birth and then really? I'd, I'd make the nurses and the mother's cups of tea after yeah yeah how old is this how old so like, i was nine wow. in year three yeah the first first man one. yeah yeah it's all making sense mm. <laughs> that's hilarious mm. um so the, yeah these things i really cherish actually is Mm. influences and experiences um yeah i mean we all come from somewhere yeah. and sometimes it's really obvious yeah <laughs> like that yeah. Yeah. to me sounds yeah. all very obvious it's yeah. like you you had um you know essentially like asylum seekers and things in your house you know for yeah. lack of a better term um cool so did you what about did you have a longer-term girlfriend? Oh, you had your 12-month girlfriend in yep. high school. And so that was the was cousin that- of one of my good friends, <laughs> yeah. classic vlogger. <laughs> yep. And we broke up just before we started year 11 because... Yeah, okay. Another interesting thought about relationships that I've wondered about is I've never, from a young age, had an awareness that I didn't actually want a relationship. Mm. And I think partly that's from my, my parents sort of. You sort thought of ad- you needed to be in one, do you mean? No, no I didn't want to be in one. Oh, you didn't. Um, yeah. And partly some of that messaging came from my parents, mm. which I guess I've appreciated until more recently in, in life when you start to understand what some of your patterns are and some of the things that you actually really struggle with and that mm. that happened to be being in a kind of consistent relationship. Yeah, you were single for quite a while. Mm. Well, well, you know, mm. we can get to that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, I remember for the first kind of oh. quite many years that I'd known you, you yeah. were essentially single. Yep, yep, um, yep. All right, so did you – when? Did you come to Melbourne for uni or yep. what, what was the yep. next step? Did you have some travelling after? Yep. So, we, we finished high school, finished essentially. Finished high school, yep. Um, yep. You had some idea that you wanted oh, that to help yep. people yep. and yep. do things. Yep. Um, but did you have a gap year? Or had a gap year, worked yep. in Ireland at a mm. uh, men's resi unit or, or homeless shelter. Oh, okay. So, you went straight. Into there, yeah. that area. Yeah. Worked in the shelter in Ireland. Yep. Wow. And <laughs> what was that like? That was awesome. That was yeah. such a would have been hilarious, I yeah, imagine. It was, and sad. Yeah, and yeah. All of those it things. was I remember this such a mix of clients. There were yeah. there were mixed mixtures of old um IRA members from the Shit, from, yeah. and there was um a fellow um who would just get absolutely wasted drunk and he'd sort of, well, like most of the men would, but this particular man would, he'd wander in off the street and he'd zigzag across not being able to walk straight and then he'd <laughs> find his way to the piano and plonk himself 
and just play the most beautiful <laughs> piano pieces yeah. for hours. That's cool. And then he'd stumble off to bed. Yeah, and he was smashed. I, I later learned that he used to play the piano for um, one of the presidents in the in the sixties, seventies. He was very very well known. <laughs> um, I won't give his name, but yeah, um, he was an alcoholic. That's crazy. And so you 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 were in a privileged position of learning about the complexity of life mm. through people's. Um, Seeing them in that stage, in I that. suppose, yeah. So that was really, Ireland was, it shaped me mm. um, also quite profoundly. I was umming and ahhing between social work, psych and midwifery. Yep, yep. Um, and then I remembered that I hate statistics and I'm not great at statistics. <laughs> yeah, numbers. which is a big part of psych. Big part of psych. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and I think I was just naturally leaning t- towards social work. A lot of my friends did psych or, or, mm. or a, a few friends did psych, some did social work. Yep. And, yeah, that just helped solidify that, that choice, being mm. over there. How over, long were you there? Just over 12 months. Yep. I also had my first serious relationship over there with an Irish girl. Mm, okay. mm. Mm. So first adult like relationship. Adult, yeah, you know, yep. like, yeah. 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 Um, and then... So you your did you come straight back? Came straight back to Australia. Came back to study social work in yeah. Wagga. In Wagga, okay. Yep, yep. That was a bit of an adjustment. Um, <laughs> I got. You live back at home. Back at home, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Got, oh, that's fine. Got quite severely depressed right. at that point. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Doing, you were going to uni. Going to uni, living with mum and living dad. Living with mum and dad. Back in Wagga. Back in Wagga. Doing long distance with train right. Irish girl. Yeah, um, that's tough. And just <laughs> general life stress. Um, probably some some things came to a head in the kind of settling down and being back in the home environment and just adjusting to change. Mm. Well, you're sort of an adult now, but you're still living with your parents. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. probably need your own space. And yep. you had this long distance relationship, which yep. is... You know, yeah, very hard. Um, yeah. Okay. Lots of intense emotions. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So you'd, you finished that course, which so, was social work. Yeah. So something to that effect. Yeah. Finished social work. Mm. I moved to Melbourne halfway through. Finished my degree by distance. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's when you came. That's to Melbourne. when. I, so that was yeah. two thousand and eight nine. Yeah. And came to Melbourne to do my placements, and then mm. never went back. Yeah. Which coincided with another breakup. Melbourne. You chose Melbourne instead of Sydney. Chose Melbourne instead of Sydney. Because Wagga's pretty much halfway between the two, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I only knew one person here. Yeah. We ha- our mutual friend. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I shared a bed with him for three months. Yeah, right. <laughs> until a room became available <laughs> and moved into their place. Yeah. What, what sort of, like, why, did, why were you drawn to Melbourne um, I think a couple of things. One, I don't. It's only, awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> I'd only been to Melbourne twice in my life. Yeah, we grew up going to Sydney. Yeah, and I don't know. I think part of me wanted to break away from other people. The, the following of the, the older siblings, right. which I I will always admire. But mm. at that so point in, in my life, they all they all were in Sydney. Okay. Yeah. 
and that was just it was incredible it was melbourne i I just felt so comfy yeah got into the just the nightlife and the yep nightlife culture and the whole vibe of everything got really into street art yeah uh, photography yeah street art Mm. was quite obsessed with it for a while Living, were you living in like Richmond or Abbotsford. something? Abbotsford. Yeah, Abbotsford, yeah. Nice and central. Fitzroy, then Carlton North, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. Brunswick. All central. All, all central. All awesome suburbs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So and you, just the people, like Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne style. Le- not as fast paced as Sydney. Yep. Yep. Just connected with it. Mm. So I A bit thought, less bogan than Wagga. Yeah. Not much less, but just, just got pockets of it rather <laughs> yeah, than pockets of organism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you started doing your placements. Yep, did my placements. So I started in youth drug and alcohol. Yeah, doing AOD. Man, fuck, which I loved. So full on all that. Like, you must just be very resilient or well, something. I think something. Like I always but you seem think about very sensitive. This. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're drawn to particular types of work to explore different parts of ourselves that we perhaps haven't made sense of yet. So, I think for me, in that period, I was making sense of who I was, parts of my identity, yep. um, social life, um, single life. Mm. Um, also being, I was very young. I was still, I was only 22 and a lot of my clients were just under me. So it was, it was always something I was a bit self-conscious about. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember always being self-conscious about my age because I was, I'm used to being the youngest in organizations Mm. and I, I would often lie about my age to my clients just to, yeah. I'd say I was older than to I was. Put a bit of distance yeah. between you yeah. and them. Yeah. Yeah. If you're 22 and they're 20, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. They're and like, well, what do you know? Yeah. You fucking only two years old. And you know, I will never forget. I worked <laughs> with this young fella. I won't give his name, but he was an incredible fella, and his he was a remarkable guy. He'd lived through a world of trauma. Mm. He was a heroin user. Yeah. But really bright. And yeah. I remember picking him up, uh, doing some outreach one day. And, you know, he'd do things like we'd be driving along and he'd be like, hey, Cam, look at this. And he'd have his needle and gear like on oh, him. I was like, yeah. put it away. Fucking Just I can't no. see that. But he was a real trickster. <laughs> and so he, he was like, Cam, how old are you, man? And for the first time, I didn't lie about my age. I said, oh, I'm, I'm 22 yeah and the look on his face was like my my fear was that he would go what the fuck do you know yeah but he went wow i can do so much in a couple of years and (laughs) and it just shifted my yeah my relationship with my anxiety or insecurity with your age yeah 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 like it's not yeah i don't like the fact was that you were trained and Mm. you were yeah you had help you know you were helping them yeah so like they could do that yeah as well yeah you know yeah um and did you go to the red cross then or was that much later that was a bit later so yeah, okay so i hopscotched drug I youth, youth drug, drug and alcohol and, alcohol. and then yeah, i moved fuck. into like um <clears throat> like mental health community mental health 
did a couple of stints at organisations. Um, I, I got bored very quickly with mm. case management jobs. So, those case management, you're essentially responsible for checking up on the person yeah. and making sure they're you're like, okay. Yeah, you're the person that's kind of essentially doing this He's and trying uh, to link- Cupping his hands together. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and linking them up to various supports like job, education, yeah. rehab, detox, etc. Yeah. You're You're the kind of key person. And you have a few of those yeah. at any given time for yeah. people. Yeah, depending on the organisation. Like how much load. time you're spending with them a week. So, you, it would roughly, you're supposed to see them, each client, on a weekly to fortnightly basis. Yeah. And your caseloads could shift from 10 to 30. Oh, yeah. 30 yeah. people? Yep. Far yep. out. Yep. And you'd have to see 30 people in a couple, in that yeah. sort of yep. two-week cycle. Yep. Wow, that's way more than I thought yeah, you and, would have. Well, Fuck. naturally, you spend more time with others depending on yeah, their needs. Yeah, some you're just dropping in and they're fine. Yep, yep. Others, others. are embedded in the court system, you, mm. so you're navigating the complex legal system with them. You're liaising with their legal reps, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Cool. It, fascinating so, work. Yeah. That's a government service, is it? That's uh, just I always work for NGOs. I was right. there are there are government services. Yeah, but, yeah. So they get funding from because uh, those people obviously can't aren't paying. Yeah, so they're 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 um, normally they'd have a varied pool of funding. So yeah. some would come from like streams of of health or mm, okay. local council or yep, et cetera, yep. et cetera. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Need to go into that That's too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, that must have been a pretty eye-opening time. Yeah, I saw some pretty horrific stuff <laughs> during those years. Yeah, um, I remember being. Like how are you not traumatized and stuff? How how do you protect the social mm. workers? Counseling therapy. Yeah, supervision. Is that yeah. all part of? It's supposed to be. Your routine. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Some organisations are better than others. Yeah. Um, okay. But there was always someone to talk to. Great. Mm. I always had great mentors, which was a huge support. Mm. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I grew personally and professionally a lot in those years. Um, mm. Yeah. It's so young to be, to be dealing with all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. You grew up quickly, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, oh, what, well, what else were you doing in that time outside of work? Lots of music gigs. Yeah. Lots of gigs. DJ yeah, Shadow was scene. one of my oh, most memorable. You saw him live. Saw him when he came here. Ah, cool. It's incredible. <laughs> um, oh, was at the Corner Hotel a lot. Was yep. it? Um, actually, Gorillas. they were another. Mm. They were incredible. Incredible. Um, Backing with their cartoon and illustrations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Festivals? Lots of date, like Golden Plains. Yeah, um, Meredith. Meredith, Laneway. Yeah. I'd go to New South Wales a bit to kind of catch up. Yeah, you're still regularly going back to where your parents are still there. Parents are still there, friends are still there. Yep, yep. So, music was probably one of the most consistent sort of activities. Mm. Music, downtime, dancing, partying. Yep. <laughs> Etc. Um, yep. What else would I do? Uh, I guess, well, probably what I haven't mentioned 
but that's been there consistently is the important relationship with nature that mm. has always been there. So yep. lots of little day trips, bushwalks. Um, yep. Never got to do as much camping as I would have liked. Something mm. that I'm hoping We've to... We've done a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. So, you, yeah, you'd go out of Melbourne, yep. walk. Yep. You've always been a big gardener as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did that, yeah, did your family have a lot of nature in Wagga? Yeah. Camping yeah. and stuff? Not camping. No, we weren't big campers. Just walking. Just walking and yeah. walking. We'd always have like family picnics or we were driving yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Almost everyone I've interviewed has, maybe it's because I'm from a bush country town and mm. a lot of people that I like mm, mm. are country people, mm, mm, but mm. they all seem to have some connection with the bush and mm. nature and, you know, we, yeah, you got to get out of the city. Mm. Occasionally and just like oh, revitalize re- and recharge, recharge, and every yeah. majority, every person I'm friends with that's from the country says something similar mm. as well. Yeah, just the Australian bush is yeah really nice. <laughs> We've got the goods. <laughs> we really do. Yeah, um, yeah. I had written down camping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. gardening. Yeah. Um, I also had nude gardening. Yeah, I was. That's what came to my mind as well. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for nude gardening. You're, are you a nudist? No. I, w- I would like to be more of a nudist. Um, <laughs> when, when there's an opportunity, I, w- I will. I will be comfortable. You're always <laughs> trying to get everyone else to be nudists as well. <laughs> like, do you, are you a nudist at home? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> and yeah, look, always trying to get me nude. <laughs> It's not going to happen, Kat. <laughs> One of the greatest festivals I ever went to was uh, a hippie festival called Confest. Yeah. And it's a clothes or optional festival. <laughs> yeah. And I try and uh, – I think it's one of those things that you can't quite portray with words, but there's something so liberating and, and really desexualized yeah. when, when a group of people are nude, you, you, you remember that we, we are all just – Odd bits of mm. bone and meat and it sort matter. of strips away that good pun. What you've <laughs> what you've cho- yeah. you know what no, you've but covered, it does what, what yeah. you've chosen to wear. Yes, takes which, away the identity. Which, um, yeah, kind yep. of just makes everyone equal. Yeah, to yeah. some degree, and it's fascinating. Should we do it now? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, too cold. Um, but, what was your Bucks party idea? The baths, naked baths. Oh, yeah, yeah. The peninsula hot baths or the, no, the, um, not the peninsula. The bath house. The bath house. You want yeah. everyone just to go and the get The onsen. Nude. Still a possibility. Still a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, you, yeah, you do nude gardening, don't you? Nude, naked nude gardening. <laughs> naked nude, sorry, nighttime nude gardening. Oh, nighttime. Yeah. Mm. If I get home from the pub and <laughs> it's uh, okay enough. Yep. Probably less so now that our nature strip back is out the front. Rather <laughs> You're in than, an apartment yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just love the freedom, man. Um, yeah. And probably ever since I was little, we were always naked, skinny dipping in the <laughs> river or in the bath with friends. And <laughs> yeah. I think that comes Everyone from my does dad. That a bit. My yeah, dad, right. he was a real. Pro- my dad well, probably he was, was a raging hippie. Pro- yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I probably get that from him. Um, oh, look, I've done it a few times. 
usually pretty smashed. Yeah. When it's happened. But yeah. Yeah. Swimming in the ocean nude is probably mm. one of the most liberating. I've skinny dipped like in our dam back in Ballarat when mm. no one else is around. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Just, oh. That's <laughs> what living's yep. about. Loves it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So, let's go back to the the story. Um, you're doing your placements and stuff. I don't, you know, we don't have mm. to go fully uh, on career too much, but mm. Mm. it's sort of, you know, is the chapters of your life perhaps. Mm. So, you've you've pretty much stayed in Melbourne, um, lived yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah. For so, 2008, that, that's we years. might have met around we met, that time. Yeah, we did through our mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, it took us a while to actually meet regularly. Mm. Yeah. 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 We, like, yeah, I think you're just someone who connects with people deeply, mm. quickly I, mm. or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, like, you, you don't seem to have many like surface mm. relationships, mm. probably all of your relationships, mm. you have mm. pretty deep connections with people. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's yeah, how no, you feel. I, I think that's accurate. It's a good I, way to be. I think I um, Well, you know, recently I've been wondering, actually I'll get to that in a sec, but I'll just answer your question. Mm. Um, I find it really hard to have surface level connections. Um, I mean, I think I'm naturally – I. I'm naturally interested in what people are about. So I go to their – I'm fascinated by our emotions. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I always have to remind myself in social situations to to, to kind of put a put – a, Not to put a lid go on. too deep yeah, or I, overshare yeah, or yeah. cry too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because not, I, not that you do, but – I just naturally go there. So I have A to lot of people of, have, barri- have barriers. Yeah, they yeah. have their barriers up and yeah, yeah. I quickly – realize that yeah you were just a really deep person mm, you know mm, like a, just mm, a really mm, a person who appreciated just honesty mm, and mm, you would be honest mm, and mm. um you yeah wanted to forge proper relationships yeah, which is yeah good i, I yeah. try and do that as well um where where i'm noticing so where i'm appreciating more the value of surface or you know even stuff like humor and it's more come in my relate current relationship with my fiance who can operate on a very different level and he's very sarcastic and jovial yeah and it's something i've really struggled with um not in the relationship but generally because i would immediately associate something like sarcasm with insincerity mm. or a deflection of some kind yeah because that's that's what you learn about when when yeah. you're kind of doing psychotherapy. So, <laughs> so well, not everyone's ready to open up to everyone else no, at no, all times. No way. And like sarcasm yeah. is kind of just a form of humor as well. Like you can, yeah, you know, yeah, be sarcastic and genuine at the same. But time. it's your style of humor. That, yeah, um, yeah. So my partner actually is teaching me a lot about uh, trying on something different and mm. and not. Not needing to always 
have a deep yeah. connection. <laughs> yeah, and, and, be less and, intense, yeah, Cam. <laughs> well, and, and, very, and that's very much welcomed. Yeah. Because it's something I think I, I forget mm. because I just, yeah. it's where I I've go. I've got her written down here in capital letters. Okay, um, cool. Because we're not, mm. we'll get to her probably soon. Sure. Um, so, you, what was sort of your next step? Okay, so in your life after so those placements and hopped around various jobs, yeah, for a while, all within the social, all within social works, yeah, yeah. And so then I I did a secondment when I was doing drug and alcohol at an alternative school for disengaged youth, and it was kind of like a support worker for students, like just to be a positive role model in their life. Mm. And then a job opened up at the school, which was for their well-being coordinator, but at the time I didn't have the experience. Right. Went for the job, didn't get it. The principal of the school took me out for a coffee and she gave me some great feedback and she said, I don't know if you've ever um, contemplated this, but um, – you really might be interested in something like gestalt psychotherapy, which is, yep. it sort of seems like it's suited to who you are. Mm. And there was an info night coming up and I just checked it out on a whim, like most things in my life. I sort yep. of haven't been too pre-planned. And I went to the info, info night and all of a sudden there were, there was a description for a, a sensibility I hold in the world um, that I previously perhaps couldn't explain to someone. Yeah, yeah. So, so gestalt, relational psycho- gestalt psychotherapy. Yes. Yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. Okay. Earlier. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, "What does what the fuck gestalt yeah, mean?" Yeah. 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 Um, and so that was the first time you'd heard that mm. description, and you, you sort of immediately felt, "Well, that's." What I like yep. doing yep. and how I like to talk to people and operate. Yes. Sort of how you think. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's what your current title is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Relational yeah. gestalt psychotherapy. psychotherapy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's quite a mouthful. I just say counselor in social settings now. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's, <easier. laughs> it's essentially a counselor. Um, yeah. And right. So. Then you did you do a course on so, that? Yeah, so I did. Went to the info night, signed up, and did the four years post grad course. Four years. It's yeah. four years. It's yep. part time. Yep. Um, and it's a pretty. Uh, I don't know if I have the word that describes it, mm. but it's. It changed it, your it really, perception, or it, well, you have to confront a lot about yourself, right? The way it works is it's broken up half into group therapy and half into theoretical underpinnings and and, yep. and the kind of academic work. Mm, okay. And the premise is along the way you are consistently working on whatever your shit is. Right. So, for example, if I rocked up late to class one day and I was quiet, mm-hmm. then at some point in that class, my quietness would become the focus of the whole group <laughs> and I would, I would be invited to explore it. Right. So you're constantly looking inwards. Yeah, okay. 
and why you do that, the premise is it is viewed that when we're sitting with people, we're, we're all emotional beings. We're, we all, we judge, we all have our natural impacts. Yep. The premise is that we learn about our shit so that we can identify when it might be getting in the way of the client. Okay. If the client says something controversial, that naturally triggers us. Yep. I can name in my mind that I'm being triggered and pull it back a bit so that I can try and You want to be a blank sounding yeah. board yeah. or, you know, essentially yeah. not yeah. have any of your own prejudices when you're dealing with people who yeah. have a lot of complex problems. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You want to yeah. be as neutral, I yeah. suppose, yeah. as Very you can so. yeah. and yeah. not have your own issues. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, look, I learn a lot, a lot about myself, a lot, a lot, a lot about myself in relationship to the world, mm. relationships, intimate relationships, platonic relationships. Yeah. It's, th- there's a relational component. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you were working and doing that course. Yep. So, um, all throughout, I was doing like social work. Yeah. Mental health, community mental health, um, mm. prison prison support work. Yeah, yeah, lots You've of done so things. many different things, like all the different um, types of people that you've had to work with. It's yeah, just yeah, really, really broad, I suppose. Um, I'm just going to change my position. <laughs> yeah, yep. Get comfy. Do you want a little break? No, no you're no. good. Yep. The mics are very noisy when you move them around. So. Oh, sorry. No, that's all good. Um, but, you, yeah, you fell in love with this concept of the mm. gestalt mm. psychotherapy mm. and the mm. patterns mm. and all of that mm. stuff. Um, and that – so, when you once you finished that course, um, what was the next step? Um, so, then I had a period of um, – not knowing quite what I should do with that. Um, um, what did I do? Oh, that's right. So that at, around that point, I was working with asylum seekers, mm-hmm. um, the Red Cross, yeah, uh, other similar organisations. And so there was a high intensity, chaotic nature to the work. Um, and I was kind of towards burnout. Um, I was mm. just depleted. Um, I remember my birthday a few years back just breaking down in tears <laughs> just because of the, all the suicide and the, mm, the, the hopelessness that was, that was everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I resigned. I had mm. Well, first I had time off, then I resigned, and then... I went through my accreditation. Yes. Um, and so that's what I did at the start of this year. Yeah, okay. So, so that I could be a Medicare provider. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I used my social work mental health accreditation to be able to bulk bill. And, mm. and through my Gestalt studies, I was able to step into my own private practice. Yeah. And you started that. Was that only this year? Mm. Mm. Started your own practice. Oh, yeah. Huge. So, let me just 
I added two more bits. So yep. I, what helped me get ready for that was um, I did an internship for two years practicing as a therapist. Yes. Yeah, at the clinic that I'm now a supervisor at. Mm, okay. Um, so I was really anxious about jumping, jumping <laughs> ship away from organisation work, but um, I think mm. I said to you briefly Because it had been probably 10 years of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I was worried about income, whether I'd be able to do it. I was mm. worried. I was nervous about just I felt like an, a newbie. Yeah. Oh, it's a big leap for anyone. Starting your own thing yeah. is a whole yeah. oh. big challenge. You know about that. So. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I didn't realise that was only this year that you started that. And yeah. um, you have regular clients and- Yep, Working with clients. lots of people. Yep, yep. Um, the majority of issues I work with at the moment are anxiety, depression, um, sexual trauma, mm-hmm. um, um, behavioural behavioral problems. And um, I recently identified that I, I think I later want to become a couples therapist. That's sort of oh, yeah. down the track. Yeah, way down the track. But yeah, that's an interest of mine. Dealing that, with the two-person yeah, relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I'd have to go back and study parts <laughs> of that. But, but. Yeah. So yeah. how, like, what's the? How long do people uh, typically like? Do people just come in and have five, ten mm. sessions, or do mm. they have an ongoing relationship mm. that just sort of might go for a few years with you? So it's a typical timeline. Like under the Medicare system, they can get ten sessions. Right. Okay. Ten. It used to be twelve. Yep. Yep. It, it's such a arbitrary number. It's like a magic number that ten. all of a sudden. Yeah. 10. Is that enough to do anything? <laughs> I don't. With I, I personally don't think so. Oh look, <laughs> that's not true. Depends what. what I, that, it depends yeah, what. Yeah. But yeah. if I don't think you can. I think these kind of things evolve over many years. Mm. I think it takes some time. Yep. So normally when someone's mental health care plan runs out, we reassess where they're at and what they'd like. And so far, all but one client have continued yes. longer-term work. Yeah, me. okay. You see them fortnightly so or something weekly. or weekly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Some yep. people go through periods where they have a break and go fortnightly. Mm. Um, when I was studying, I had six years of my own private therapy. Yes. Um, and that was mostly weekly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you had people, uh, finish, like Mm. finish and sort of feel like things are resolved Mm. and they don't Mm. need it anymore? Mm. I think, Yes. Is that a thing that happens? No, it is. I've yeah. got two things happening in my mind. One is yeah. yes, and the thing that emerged when I said yes in my mind was what happens is people go through their period of growth and work on whatever they want to work on, mm. and then often what happens is somebody might leave and say, yep, thanks very much, blah, blah, blah. Yep, I feel good I now. I feel good. Yep. And then- 
next occurs because we do mm. all this work on ourselves and then the next thing is just there waiting to be worked yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Once and you fix one thing, something else something, might come along. It's like a new awareness. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. for example, um, somebody might work on their anxiety coping, so yeah. do all, all kinds of psychoeducation techniques to understand how someone's anxiety manifests. And then when somebody learns about mastering their anxiety, they make a deeper connection with it and realise, oh, fuck, <laughs> it's so much deeper than yeah, I thought. the now, more you learn. Now I've got to learn about what I do in relationships and how mm. my anxiety shows up in relationship or or where does my anxiety come from? What's the origin of my anxiety? So mm. the, there's always deeper levels. I mean, people from different schools of thought might disagree with me. That's okay. Um, I think I think therapy is just a continuum that we can hop in and out of in, yeah. in our lifespan. Yeah, like it begs the question, uh, do you think everyone would benefit mm. from some kind of therapy? Yeah. Yeah, some kind, not necessarily yeah. all the one. Are there any is there anyone in the world who is just good? <laughs> you know, like yeah. who's just content mm. and happy and doesn't have issues? There probably must well, be some. There would be. Yeah. And that would be the typical secure attachment types. Right. However, I think even as a as a reflective space. Like, that's all therapy yeah. is. It's a reflective space where people feel safe. Mm. Safe and they can have honest reflection. Because everyone's lives are complex. Everyone's Everyone has complex. lots of things going on. I guess probably a lot of people get it from their partner. Yes, partner, religion, friends. faith, yeah. friends, um, sport, mm -hmm. any kind of ritualistic um, activity that we yep. – we, gives us meaning i think is valuable mm. yeah i've talked we talked about it a bit on the other podcast mm. um mm. and my other mate was of the mind that yeah your partner might be good and have good advice but mm. they're pretty entangled so with entangled. your issues so your friends they might not have good advice they're not yeah. qualified like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and that's what yeah that's what i Something about the the neutral neutrality or the impartiality mm. that, that a therapist or a psychologist or a, a, someone from the helping profession yeah. might be committed to, and you you're there just mm. for that purpose as well. Yes, it's a clear. Yes, we're talking about you. Yeah, that's all we're here to do. That's all we're here. Yeah, and and this might be contentious, but I don't believe therapy should be easy. I think we 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 need to be constantly challenged mm. because we're all embedded in our in our behaviors, mm. our way of being in the world, and that's naturally going to take a bit of a kind of a few pokes. <laughs> so I think yeah. I view therapy as just a continuum between challenge and support. Challenge so I'm, yeah, I'll come okay. in to maybe challenge a fixed idea you have and then I'll step back and sort of uh, remind you that I'm here, I'm not yep. going anywhere, I'm just interested in learning about the complexities that being this way keeps you stuck. Mm. Do you feel a lot of people are stuck in, in life these days? Uh, yeah, I, I think periods, I think. Yep. Um, particularly, 
particularly around stuck with, well, a range of things, but identity, mm. um, gender, um, mm. climate change. <laughs> people, people, really, like yeah. people are people anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it f- feels like it's um, grim times globally at the moment. Mm. All um, the various things happening, but I, I won't go down that. Tangent. No, no, we can. Go, definitely go down that. I, I want to jump back to gender, I, though, because okay. I think that's sure. an interesting yep. Yep. current, um, almost like a current cultural revolution of what it means yeah. and what's acceptable yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff. So, you've worked with people who are working things out in their lives yes, about yes, yes, gender yes. and sexuality and all of that, I suppose. It's not mm. they're the same, but, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I'm certainly... Um, I'm not as skilled up as others that work with LBGTQI communities, mm-hmm. um, but I have a certain appreciation um, mm. for working with um, this kind of um, terrain yeah. that people are trying to navigate through. Where do you think we'll be in 100 years wow. in regards to genders mm. and sexuality? Like where is it? Where's yeah. it going? You know? I saw this. I saw this <laughs> awesome comedy skit, and I think it was last year's or this year's Melbourne Comedy Festival. And this guy did a skit about something like this. Yeah, and he was, I guess, poking fun at perhaps well the complexity, but also he was poking fun at why the fuck is it a big deal? Like yeah, you know, like what is what Who is it about society? Yeah. What and someone else is doing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And so, his thing was like, so he was perhaps talking about our current generation, where we're at. And then he did a skit for the future and the, the grandparent had a daughter that begins to date a robot and like looks <laughs> yeah. at LGBTQI oh, stuff yeah. through the, and the daughter's going, why can't I just yeah. do with a robot? what's wrong with the What's, robot? You know, but like... <laughs> Uh, oh, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, just, or, or, you know. This or the like, parallels be drawn between them. Yeah. Did you ever watch the movie Her? Yeah. With Joaquin Phoenix. That was interesting, just, wasn't and it? And Scarlett Johansson. Mm. That was, um, I mean, I know that's slightly different, but it brings technology and oh, sexuality and relationship and dating. Yeah, it's like what what is a relationship? Yeah. Can you have it with just a voice? Yes, or, yes, yes. You know, that yeah. was gendered as a female, but it's. A computer, yeah, like it's yeah, not yeah, doesn't yeah, have a gender. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, interesting so, times, just interesting really times. all around. Hundred um, years from now, I my hope is that. Look, it seems small, but my hope is that we could see all kinds of different types of relationship more prominent. So, yeah whether you're gay, straight, trans, mm. gender fluid, whatever. Yep. The, the, and and that, that's, that's like something that isn't even blinked at, like having, yeah. having like genderless bathrooms or yeah, w- yeah. whatever it is, something that yep. – because really, who gives a fuck? It shouldn't like, matter, yeah. And like in all – yeah, all cases like jobs and things mm, – mm. The application, it shouldn't 
it, well, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter in most mm. contexts. Mm. Um, Just, uh, <laughs> uh, about, well, like, maybe we'll be able to change genders yeah, by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have ten years as a woman. Have ten years as a man. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where, so this is where my, um, this is where I'm still not completely um, literate in working with LGBTQI. Yeah, is because there there is particular bits. Have you heard of the the genderbred person? It's this great resource mm. where it breaks down gender, sexuality, yes. pronouns. They're all except, different and um, it really, verticals of yeah yeah. So I get quite confused and get quite overwhelmed that I'm going to offend someone, but then I, I sort of just think, okay, just ask. Yeah, you have just, to. You, you have ask. to learn somehow. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, you have to. You have to ask. You might have to offend yeah. and just be mm. nice mm. about it. Yeah, and, we can be respectful. Um, yeah, the yeah. pronouns and all of that is a bit confusing. I hope. I hope just for simplicity's sake mm, that mm. we just have um, they and them mm. as the, I guess, the, the kind of one that encapsulates mm. probably mm. everyone, mm. you know, mm. maybe him and her uh, they even and them just are, are like- gone yeah. in a hundred years yeah. and everything yeah. is just them, yeah. they, yeah. it. Um, I think it's hard if we start trying to have specific ones for- the different gender yeah. types and things like yeah. that just gets too com- complicated, really. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm imagining some. <laughs> I'm sure. Back, I'm getting people are getting offended, but yeah, yeah. It'd be it's nice if there was just a good global way to talk about any person mm. without assigning a gender to them. Just, mm. just mm. Be a, being able to say, mm. "Well, they're coming," mm. or whatever. Mm. I think that would be nice. Yeah. Um, Right. <laughs> what I think, so, and this is perhaps something where it maybe gets complex is someone who identifies as they right now might comment on the, the dialogue that we're having and saying that we're in a privileged position where we haven't had to yeah. sort of, so I just want to honour that. I d- of I d- course. But um, I don't. I don't and sort of it's, yeah, it is hard when people say, well, you're a white male. Yeah. 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 Heterosexual. Yes, yes. But that's, you know, we can't change that. Mm. Um, mm. And no, you're sure, right. we we've can't, had all yeah. the privileges, mm. but it doesn't mean that we aren't allowed to talk about it and ask mm. questions and be respectful and yeah. we're just trying to learn, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know yeah. what the fuck yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and we're all just, that's it. That's what, that's something I, we're all I, just I here hope. on this planet. We're like, all <laughs> trying to do the best we can. And mm. I think at the very least, very, very least, is we could all hold more curiosity rather than mm. get lost in our judgments. I feel like the younger generations yeah. are much better than our generation and much, much better than yeah. our parents yeah. and grandparents. Yeah. Um, you know, probably just the internet and being exposed to all different types of people through mm. social media mm. and they're from what young people that I've talked to are very considerate about all of this stuff. Mm. Um, Me too. So, I have like strong hope for the mm. future that mm. each generation is going to be better mm. um, and we're moving in a good direction. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Who knows? Um, Could we use this opportunity for a toilet break? Yep. Yep. Break. Yep. Let's have a break. Sorry. Back from a toilet break. Thanks for yep. accommodating. We uh, drank our teas pretty quickly. Um, so, we were kind of talking about global <laughs> issues, weren't we? Mm, mm. Um, done. Gender. Done. Tick that one. Yep. 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 Um, how do you feel about climate change? Um, You're pretty passionate about it. I am passionate about it. Um, I think I actually this morning I woke up feeling quite overwhelmed. We recently had the the protest, the protest on here. Friday. Yep. yep. The school's climate. Mm. And I, yeah, I just think maybe the, just to say a couple of words, and that is I just think we could be doing more. Of course. And, of course. Yeah. and right now I'm finding it hard to not be cynical yeah, at yeah. our current government's policies. Progress is infuriatingly slow. slow it's slow. so slow it's taken so long and we might just go off the cliff before mm, we mm, mm, you know mm. fix things um and when you see things like you know amazon being on fire and, I know. and you know yep <laughs> <laughs> like the weight the weight yeah. that has like yeah it's it's like you want to shake like, the leaders. The protests are awesome, but they also feel mm. like are they are they actually what are they achieving? Yeah, I mean, mm. you know, they're achieving awareness, but yeah, are are any real actions mm. coming from it? They feel a little almost futile. Mm. It's mm. like, well, none of those people are mm. in control of yeah the shit that actually needs to change. Um, I think we we need something to hold on to. And yeah. something, something as seemingly small as a protest, I think, gives us the element of hope. Oh, no. Yeah. I think they're important. But it. But if then you were feeling down question. about it, yeah. it's like, well, yeah. we had this massive protest. Yeah. What's yeah. changed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think things are changing. I think at some stage, and it's almost, it's almost there that renewables are cheaper mm. than mm. the old traditional methods coal mm. and all of that mm. stuff um but yeah it is just all very slow isn't it slow it's and frustrating and mm. quite um you know as individuals like this what can you do try and live well neutrally yeah, and yeah. do good things but well you know what i had the yeah. most i have these really fascinating nephews and and they're so curious. And one of them, they they call me Mimbo, Uncle Mimbo. Because <laughs> yeah. when they were little, they couldn't say my name. Yeah. And they said, Uncle Mimbo, what can we do? Will will this change? And the look in their eyes, they were, they were genu- genuinely mm. worried. And and in, in uh, one thought I had was, I don't know. <laughs> and another thought. I said to them, if everyone just planted a handful of trees mm. every week, day, month, yep. year, whatever, that even something as small as that yep. would drastically increase yeah. um, oxygen levels. 
I kind of feel it's similar to the social progression. We just need a couple of older generations mm. to fucking die, honestly. <laughs> just the current 70-year-old politicians and stuff that yeah, are the, still uh, questioning the, the that it's even a thing. Yeah, what was the minister? Yeah. Did you hear about the minister that no. was like- In Australia? Here, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah, hell. still denying it. Fuck. I can't, can't even remember his name. Yeah, but. we just need two generations <laughs> to die- and hopefully we have enough time it's, we're so, to sort it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't it? We're fascinating species, humans. Like something, something that we don't understand or don't know or, or, or that is different to how we know it builds such resistance and mm. ignorance. People just want the cheapest options. Mm. Like mm. if it's going to be 200 a buck, Bucks a month electricity mm. or 300, mm. they'll just go, they mm. don't care mm. what, how you get it. Mm. Like it's this, yeah, the economic costs are never factored into anything. It's just the money cost. Anyway, mm. let's get back to mm. Cam. Mm. <laughs> um, life yeah. at the moment, you got your practice and you met your fiance. How long? Maybe a couple of years ago? Yeah, almost two years ago now. Yeah. Um, How did she come onto the scene? So, she, Belinda, Belinda yeah. came onto the scene at a, at a very unexpected period in my life where mm. um, neither of us were actually looking for a relationship. Um, and I'd actually not long come out of something and I was attending a, a trauma conference or professional yeah. development yeah yeah oh, i mean loads of people at trauma <laughs> conferences <laughs> yeah and um on the second day i was late and well i'm often late but Unlike i was super you. late <laughs> <laughs> and the only chair left was right up the front of the room next to belinda mm. and we had to she was there on time she in the front she's always on time mm, yes yeah. Yeah. Pretty different. <laughs> All right. So, you, you sat next to her. Uh, we sat next to her. Uh, well, I sat next to her, sorry. And then um, we had to break into pairs to do this workshop. And we just started talking and I was like, I just wasn't listening so much to the content of what she was saying. I was just like looking at her. Going, what? I was just so distracted. Yeah. And I was and then she started talking about stuff that I was really interested in. Mm. I was like, what is this? And so yep. we spent the two days paired together. You were besotted. <laughs> I was besotted. And then the last activity we had, I said, look, I'm really sorry. I know this is a professional environment, but <laughs> I want to ask for your number. Um, mm. And then I just thought she was being polite. She gave me her number and, and then said, oh, I've got, I've got family here from overseas. I might not get back to you. And she didn't text me for a month. Wow. <laughs> and then text me for my birthday. Oh. She remembered my birthday because we were talking about. She knew your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, you didn't have her number. Oh, no. You didn't text her I, either. Oh, no. Sorry. I did have her number. But yeah. I, I was like, no, no. I've asked for her number. I'm not going right. to text. <laughs> so, I waited. Yeah. And... That's a long time. Yeah. And she texts me and we went out on our date 
first date in um we met up at um trauma club (laughs) 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 we met up in melbourne city yeah and uh yeah just had really captivating discussion Mm. so she works in a similar field similar field with people seeking asylum and refugees she's yeah, like, specific to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I think we're both people who have previously avoided relationships. It must be challenging as a professional who knows so much about mm. yourself and relationships mm. and how people interact mm. to form relationship without oh. overthinking all that shit. So hard. <laughs> and well, that, and we're both particularly sensitive people. Mm. So I think we both found ourselves to be incredibly stubborn all of a sudden for the very first time in our lives. Mm. And it's kind of, we're both sort of stubborn about what? Stubborn about, I think, because stubborn about. Being right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and also getting used to kind of being called out on things that were particularly uncomfortable but mm. and perhaps hadn't been called out before because when you're ferociously single, you yeah. get, yeah. personally speaking, you get used to just st- yeah. staying around for the desire and the, the, the fun the part lust, of the start. And then yeah. it goes and... You don't get challenged. So, yeah, pretty much you were single for for a Mm, 10-year stretch or something there. Yep. I mean. um, With with little things in between, but not. Flings and shorter relationships. Yep. And this has now been a couple of years. Yeah. And I knew (laughs) after our second date that I I wanted to marry her, which scared me because I'd never (laughs) had these feel. I'd never had. Mm. I never allowed myself to have these feelings. Right. Maybe through all your work, you've mm. grown and now you were ready. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, she's yeah. amazing as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Not to take it away from Yeah, her. yeah, no, yeah. Um, and we had this kind of, <laughs> we had qu- quite a big argument for our second date. <laughs> and it was about religion, faith, spirituality. Yeah. And I felt triggered because... I'd sort of had some previous relationship challenges in the, with regard is to she faith. Religious? And Belinda is religious. Yeah. She's Christian, Lutheran, yeah. and I'm Lutheran. Yeah, yeah, and I'm non-religious, but have an appreciation for spirituality. But mm. um, non-religion for me is my kind of version of religion. Yeah, I get quite angry about a dogma, <laughs> dogmatic sort of setups yeah. and. And so, yeah, early on, we, we, we started butting heads and neither of us thought it would continue after that date. Mm. But there was a kind of relief in both of us being authentic. You'd both expressed your yeah, views. Yeah. Kind yeah. of said, well, that, I feel this way, you feel that way. Yeah. Can we still mm. progress? And so I'm learning as a newbie with relationships yep. is that it seems to be all about sitting with difference and just and difference of opinion. 
Yeah. As opposed to needing to have all of our relationship needs fulfilled by our partner. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make we, sense? Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think. We did a podcast about love. Oh, did you? Oh, that's um, right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, part of one of our discussions was um, accepting the good and bad yeah. Yeah. in your partner. Um, or, you know, maybe not even bad, but just parts that you like and parts that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because inevitably there will be some parts of some person or any person mm. that aren't perfect. And and so this, <laughs> to go back to my comment about stubbornness, mm. when you're single, you're forever right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't have anyone to kind of tell you that you're being shit or, or yeah. well, maybe you do through your friends but in a different way. And so... I really, we both really struggled initially because all of a sudden, parts of our self behavior. Part of your existence, existence was now you're partnered with someone who's yeah, religious. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just remember thinking, oh, fuck. What, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, you just got to accept it. I yeah, suppose. yeah. And. I feel like it's been a pretty useful metaphor for life to mm. tap into that I'm still learning. Interesting. Um, what do you oh, – you want? You well, I just point? wanted – well, it, so it made me wonder about relationships more broadly and maybe I have a mild anger with regard to relationships and, and, and messaging that perhaps is being created by society about, right. you know, the happily ever after relationships or yeah, the yeah, yeah. relationships, are, you know. The movie the relationships, kind of relationships. are easy. Yeah. 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 And really from a young age through mainstream culture, pop culture, movies, et cetera, et cetera, somewhere in there sort of swallowing some of that which perhaps contributed to a lot of my struggles mm. for forming relationships because yeah. I was always looking for, I mean, I'm a, I'm a classic romantic anyway, but always looking for the perfect yeah. or, or the, oh, oh, no, I found something wrong. I mean, that says more about me, but. <laughs> something she did annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. No, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and I, I, I can own my, my, um, naivety with with those reflections but i do think there's a broader comment there about i think there is a longing at a, at a broader societal level for for there to be more communication about the difficulties of relationships well, really the complete the genuine the struggle, reality the re of them. yes yes yeah. yes yeah. and just how much of a support that would be for couples around the world mm. to to not perhaps feel isolated for people to feel like okay yeah. it's it's a job yeah you got to work on it yeah yeah um you got to communicate you got to yeah tell each other everything really like yes you should be downloading every day yeah you know maybe not minutiae but yeah 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 what did you do today how you feel like all of that it's just a constant thing oh, yeah um it's yeah society has that weird thing of it sort of happens with careers as well where it's yeah. like you're going to be one thing. 
Yes. And it's going to be yes, yes. Not your whole life. Mm-hmm. You'll study to be this. Mm-hmm. You'll be that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But re- in reality, people have like three careers in mm-hmm. their life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And relationships are fucking complicated and yeah. tricky and hard work. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, infinitely interesting, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thus your profession. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How we relate to each other yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fascinating, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm. And, I mean, a great way of learning about parts of ourselves that perhaps we're otherwise blind to or have our blinkers on. Yep. Really helpful. It's hard to see yourself, isn't it? It's fucking That's hard. It's so uncomfortable. Some ancient philosophy. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. some Plato shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Everyone else yeah. can see you, but. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're you, yeah. so it's hard to get perspective. Yeah. Um, cool. Lots of things. Lots of things. Any you gonna ask final some? thoughts? Um, oh, I can't remember. No. Okay. I was probably going to – I was going to just ask um, why you fell in love with her. Mm. Belinda. Back mm. to Belinda. Mm. Like what about mm. her? Mm. Good question. Um, and – Yeah. I think what I found particularly attractive that's really captivated me was her her awareness and capacity to look at herself in relation to the world at a deep capacity. So mm. she had this incredible appreciation for life and death through some of her life experiences in the world. Mm. And she, she, she had this kind of depth that really I, I'd been longing for that kind of like just grabbed me. Yep. And was like, fuck, (laughs) I want more of this. Mm. And I'd never had this before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she really uh, knows herself well? Is that what you mean? Or just... She knows parts of, like all of us, parts of herself well. Mm. And the parts of herself that she doesn't, she's curious about. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you're a good match. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks <Chad>. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to the wedding and mm. all of that mm. stuff. Mm. When's that happening? Well... We don't know. <laughs> we both talked. We recently had a Europe holiday, yeah. and that was actually the first time we'd travelled together. Mm-hmm. And we were aware that we'd done everything batshit crazily fast, um, from proposal, moving in together, everything. Oh, we're thirty-three. Get that's, a move on. That's a point. That's, Come on, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm when, thirty-five. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We're married at least. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think both of us are actually a bit anxious about the mm. wedding. Um, we've talked about getting eloped. Not that we – Yeah. I think we both want to be witnessed. It sounded like it was potentially a bit complicated with different family, family uh, expectations expect, and, yeah, and yeah, things. Yeah. However, no. as time goes on, we're finding that we're more aligned with what we want, but we agreed in Europe that let's chill for yeah. a bit. Yeah. It's just really 
No rush. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Next, it'll be kids as well. Yeah. You want kids? Fuck yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. I think somewhere, I mean, I, I support all kinds of lifestyle choices. I don't think we have to have kids or need to have kids, but yep. I think if you have a desire and a capacity to be a parent, then I think it's a lovely, I imagine it would be a lovely challenging but beautiful yeah. uh, gift to have. Yeah. No, I'm keen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'd be a good dad. So I did ask you to think of some favourite albums. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. We're kind of up to the present day life-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, mm. yeah, bit of music. You've recently sort of been mm. getting into some heavier stuff, mm-hmm. which uh, I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah you've always, always met- been a big lover of music. Yeah. And yeah. I think we first bonded over Tool or something probably. Tool and just more broadly like post-rock. That's doom. right. Oh, yeah. At, yeah. You were already into um, like Jacob and, and Pelican yep. and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you were pretty advanced yep. back then even. Yeah. Um, yep. So, I don't know. We usually say like three yeah, yeah. Um, albums that are your favorite albums or ones that had a big impact on you. Yeah. So, if I was going to go with albums that had a big impact on me, so... The, the 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 first immediate options that emerged was um well contextually being the youngest meant yes. that I always got a different blend of mm. different stuff. Were they bringing in lots of influences? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And so the first obvious one was Radiohead. Mm. OK Computer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's an album band that all of us siblings share. and mm. Phenomenal album. Phenomenal, yep. phenomenal yep. album. I listened to the shit out of, like, yep. headphones yep. on the couch yep. when I yep. was a kid. Yep, yep. And just each, you know, I, I listen to it now and I get, like with, I guess, other people's relationship with music, just taken somewhere. Yeah. And that will, I think, it will always be an, an important nostalgic um, gem. Mm. That, that so it takes you to like a family place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then I, cool. I can go on a bit of an adventure with Tom York's words and, and some mm. of the, you know, all of the greatness of the full band, what they do musically. Yeah. Yeah. So, very... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've we've talked about I've talked about Radiohead a yeah, lot I bet, recently. I bet, yeah. Um but yeah. Always challenging and yeah. progressing, yeah. really. Yeah. All their albums. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, one of the greats. And then uh the obvious n- next one is Tool, and yep. that would be Anima. Yeah. Um that was my first taste of any well. First, second, taste of anything heavy. Metallica was also there. But, yeah. Oh, Metallica's great. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Tool, again. Um, was I, that from one of the older siblings? Yeah, so, again, yeah. all three siblings. <laughs> but Tool helped me discover 
my relationship with anger because I'm a natural conflict avoider and pacifist. <laughs> right. Yes. So it That's what I thought. would mean a lot of suppressing. Mm. So Tool actually became a support for me to emote and to, <laughs> to really connect with anger, yeah, yeah. which has been incredible. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and so I can I can put anima on and be in any mood and it will I'll always it mm. just Isn't that a funny thing about metal where mm. some metal is is angry, a lot of it's more con- contemplative or, yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. Um, I would like Tool isn't particularly angry, but no, if you hadn't no. heard a lot of heavy stuff, yeah, yeah, and then Tools coming in, it's quite heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that album is, yeah, well, is probably heavier than some of their other ones, particularly the song Anima. Particularly oh, yes, that sort of yeah, yeah, and yeah. just oh, <laughs> just every time. Yeah, like it, it doesn't make you angry it makes no, you no, calm no. yeah sort of yeah yeah, it? yeah yeah it's like a release yeah. Yeah, it is a release it yeah. is a, a, a creative release mm. and have I, you seen them live yeah i have both so i've seen them seen radiohead live yep like mm. i saw that when they toured in australia yeah, i don't know if you remember come they cancelled their melbourne show i was I, going to the melbourne I bet show you were. yeah yeah Tom heard his voice or yeah, something. Yeah, he got and sick. And you could hear it in his Sydney show that it was just oh, starting to. Still would have liked yeah, to see them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would have just yeah, seen the rest of yeah, them. Yeah. He could just be sitting there blowing his nose. Yeah, he can hang out with just, Johnny Greenwood. And- yeah, let me hear the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was a real shame. That, yeah. So, I've never seen them. Yeah. I've seen Tool many yeah. times. Yeah. So, you saw Tool. So, yep, seen Tool a good few times now mm. um, overseas and here. Yeah. Um, and... Third album? Sure. Yeah. Having a deep think. Mm. <laughs> I don't know whether to go childhood or yeah. adolescence. Oh, you can do or, t- do two more if you want. That can be an exercise. I should just pick one. <laughs> um, Which one would you rather listen to tomorrow? Mm, good question. Um. I'll edit out the uh, thinking the time. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Have a considered. Why don't you just tell me the two and I'll tell you which one's better. <laughs> <laughs> better, better to talk about. No, which one I like more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more one if you've chosen. Well, something like. Uh, I'm going through different genres, and it, it doesn't quite. It's supposed to be Actually, prepared, no. Cam. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, he's got so it. Probably it would be Chemical Brothers. Yeah, actually, okay. Um, because they were Exit Planet Dust. Is that Exit, an album? Uh, yeah, it is. And then Surrender. Surrender. Yeah, yeah that was the, one the big the, one, wasn't it? Yeah. Awesome um, film clips awesome, and stuff. <laughs> and my introduction to. You know, electronic, mm. electronica music. Yep. Yeah, you know, they're old school. They love Chemical they've, Brothers. They've collaborated with so many people. They're mm. you know really, um, they were good mates with the Prodigy. Yeah. And, um, yep. 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 But yeah, the Chemical Brothers just an entry point into kind of um, dan- dance, yeah, movement, electro, movement, just yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. dancing and to it. For myself mm. and yeah, images, you know, it's got I just you know, yeah, explorations with and and 
trippy kind of songs. Yeah, some of yeah, them, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, they really yeah, pretty varied album. Yep, Surrender. Yep, um, yep, and yeah, they did a couple of film clips with Michelle Gondry. Have you seen those? There's recently. Or no, 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 no. Off that album. Off that album. I think. Who's Michelle Gondry? Um, he's a director. Okay. That did these crazy film clips where um, there's like no special effects. Everything's like done real in real life, but ah. looks really special. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. what the songs were. Hey boy, hey girl. Yeah, that yeah, one? that was definitely one. Um, oh, they've got some awesome film clips. Can't think. There's there's one on a train where all the things are in time with oh. the beat, all the things that are going past. Yeah, you and yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. So Actually, you're kind of pretty into electronic yeah, music as yep, well. Yep. Yep. And got really got into bands like, um, well, Groove Amada, Basement Jacks. Yep. Um, Prodigy. Pla- Prodigy, yep. definitely big time. Mm. Um, Daft Punk. Yeah, Daft Punk. If if I didn't start talking about Chemical Brothers, it would have been Daft Punk. (laughs) Right, that was the other one. Yeah. So, have you seen them live? They've been to Australia. Yeah. When they just after they released Alive. Yeah. And the (laughs) festival, they just before they started, they threw out the two masks, the two DJ masks. Yeah, the helmets. The entire crowd had had the helmets. Oh, cool. It was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, music. Pretty awesome. We've been going to gigs. We have. Gigs. That's been good. Metal like gigs. To keep that up. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And the last gig we went to, I found myself really just riding the doom waves, like just <laughs> rolling. Yeah. Like just more and more. I just yeah, man. really. Doom. Mm. Shit is great. Yeah. I'm pushing it on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Half of my mates I've interviewed have been like, yeah, I was into like Deftones and then I met you yeah. and then we started yeah. listening to Isis <laughs> and all this heavy shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. I want to give you some electronic, mm. um, some new stuff that I've been vibing. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. Like kind of, it's almost like post vapor wave. It's phenomenal. Like, okay. Really, really cool stuff. Who was that band you were going to see and you asked me to come see them? They were this crazy electronic. Um, Might have been Amon Tobin. No, no, I know Amon Tobin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, it was like, um, it was about a year ago. Anyway. Oh, it might have been Yeji. It was Yeji. Yeah. She's yeah. a Korean, yeah. Korean rapper. Yep, yep, yep. Really like chill sort yep. of stuff. Yep. She's really good. Yep. Yeah. More recently, recently, my appreciation sort of, Tends to go between classical piano or or modern piano. Niels Fram, yep, yep composer, mm. and metal, classical and metal. <laughs> classical and metal, yeah, mm. good juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, oh, we're up to two hours. Yep, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think um, very interesting and mm. insightful. Mm. Yeah. It's been lovely to be part of. Yeah. My Mm. pleasure. Mm. Thanks, Cam. Thanks for having me, Judd. All right. Bye. Mm. Bye.